It's your boy Bowleg coming to you live and direct from Real Life Street Stars. Just knocked out this interview, man. Y'all subscribe that, man. Hey, come get down with us, man. And know it go down at Real Life Street Stars. I will be back. Everybody start clapping right now. Got a D-Town legend in the building, man. We got Bowleg, Stampede Records. Man, y'all don't know how big this shit is right now. Man, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on? Real life street stores. They finally got me up to this joint, man. A real life street star on the couch, man. They've been somebody been harassing us for years since we started in 2014 to get Bowleg on the couch. Man, you gotta get Bowleg. You gotta get Bowleg. I'm like, damn, we gotta get Bowleg, and then we finally did it. Ten years later, damn near. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're here. <laughs> You're here. You're in the building, man. We gotta get the story though, man. We have to understand, you know, this legendary shit that we got in front of us, man. Take us back through there, like, I'm, I'm assuming you was born in Dallas Oak Cliff. Yeah, no doubt, I was born born. Born on High Street, you know what I'm saying? Name of my first solo pro project, straight from High Street, you know what I'm saying? That's why I was born and raised it. Uh, played football at Roosevelt, quarterback, that's why they call me the man under. So, you know, that quarterback, it go a long way, you know what I'm saying? So, end up going to college, semi-pro, you know, back in the hood, you know what I'm saying? Uh, started my record label in 1996 with uh, Joseph Watkins, called Bobo. Um, he was one of the main founders to the, uh, to Stampede Records, you know what I'm saying? I I, I was the CEO, well, the financial CEO of, of the situation anyway, but uh, we came around, did a, a project with Spice One called Summit, uh, it's called Bo Summit in the Water. We did a video with Spice One. Um, Bobo and Ro P at this time, they was modeling for Lugs and Sprites, uh, Lugs and Sprite, and they stayed in and out of New York doing stuff, man. But then, uh, rest in peace to Mike Caldwell, they, they, they cousin Mike get killed, and everybody go left. So. You know, it just left me to promote a record label, Stampede. You know, I mean, I was already in it, so there wasn't no way I was going to let it go. Hey, was Stampede record the one on Live Better? What was y'all locate, location where y'all was recording the music? Oh, uh, we had a, our first studio was in Pleasant Grove. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, <clears throat> over there by Wendy's, out Jim Miller. And then we came, we had a, our next studio was in DeSoto, off Hampton down there by where, uh, Rizzo's chicken it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then come back. Our third studio was over there with Poncho Dream Circle, out for a poker '67 right there off in the storage place over there. So, so what time frame are we looking at? Like, what year was this when y'all when you was doing this, Stampede? My shit, 1996 to present. Damn. <laughs> to right now, you know what I'm saying? So you know, Stampede ain't going nowhere, man. It's, it's, it, I feel like as long as I'm alive and live and free, then we go keep this thing going. You know what I'm saying? Who was name us all the people that was on Stampede Records? Because when I look back, I seen like uh, it was a couple people that I just seen featured on like almost all your projects. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Who was all some of the people on Stampede? The main artist, yeah. You know, where the artists on Stampede Records was it started with Bubba and Ropey. Mm -hmm. uh, they was cousin. They got a cousin named Young Unabomber. Uh, him and Fat Baby was seventeen. Egg. Then we had uh, my cousin Block Bleeder. Be love the R and B thug. Uh, uh, Murrah Hardstopper, uh, T. Shaw, Mr. Hellraiser. Uh, we had a, we had the girl Keisha, uh, Marbia, Keisha Marbia. Um, 
And beside myself, uh, my partner, Lil E, uh, living the baller's dream. You know, I should have brought the uh, double disc yeah. with everybody album because I finished. We also had Lil Joe and Mo Ink. Um, Lil Joe, the one that made that uh, yeah. Watch Me Do This? No, nah, not okay. that Lil Joe. Uh, the other Lil Joe, you can bump the scene, your Cadillac. Oh, your Cadillac. God. Yeah, he was with Stampede first, him and his cousin Mo Ink. Yeah. Mo Ink died, you know what I'm saying? Damn. So, uh, rest in peace to Mo Ink, too. So, I had a, I had a full roster, though, man. That's great. All right, so you said this by 1996, man. Can you paint the scene for people who don't understand what was going down in that time frame? Who all was bubbling in Dallas from your perspective from, at that from time? From the era, from the era where yeah. we were at, man, it could you be- had, uh, you know, I'm always getting out to the meal ticket riders. You had the Rally Boys, uh, DSR. You had uh, 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 Grass House. You had uh, Corey Clout Records. Yeah. Uh, P.O.B. pissed off or broke. You had um, Grifters. Yeah, Grifters. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Big Wheel Records again. Big I got to say that. Yeah. Uh, you had NFL. The boys out of boys out of uh, out of Pleasant Grove. Right. Uh, man, it was a bunch of dudes. Uh, Quint Blackman was at it. Yeah. Um, so just a real good time for music yeah, it in was the city. Our, I mean, it was yeah. a city with full of. Full of even Lil Joe and them watched me do this with uh, you know, you know him and him and Carlos and them. The city was full of everybody that was, you know, rapping and getting some money for real. You know what I'm saying? Like right. getting to the paper straight up. That's what's up. So man, like like I was asking somebody else, man. Back then it seemed like a lot of people in the city was on the radio. That's why it felt big. Like, you know, we'll get into your song, but you know, I got money and all that. But like we heard the songs on the radio. What was that? What? Take us like who was the people, the the players back then that was making things happen in the city like that? Well, first, you know what people fail to realize is a lot of DJs that work at the clubs work at the radio stations. So when you go out, you got to mix and mingle with these DJs, bro. You can't like first of all, you can't go in there with your music not mixed and mastered. Second of all, you can't go in there and you don't got your shit together. It's just not gonna work, bro. Anybody you could be around your homeboys. And your homeboys can tell you your music, your music jamming, but right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need no yes man's in the music industry, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So the main players, like you're saying, for us radio, like Greg Street bump, I got money on the top 88. He bumped that joint eight times. You know what I'm saying? He didn't give a damn what they said. He bumped that joint eight times in a row. Mel to Max, Steve Nice, you know, head crack them, uh, uh, Cat Daddy. I mean, Bobo them and Cam on in, in. Everybody was on, they was on it, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it was a platform for Dallas artists. You know, if 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 you if, if they didn't play it, it's because, you know, it wasn't supposed to be played in, in our honesty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But true. if you got some juice from the radio, man, it's because the people seeing you out here working in the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you work, you put your work in the streets, man, then, then them people, they, they, they'll deal with you different. Yeah, you, you come up under a different time, bro, where it was like, Wait, let it me was, go back to one more record label. Oh, Eternal yeah. Life. I can't leave Eternal Gatorade them out. Shout out to Yeah, him. I can't do that, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, hands down. I bet not. So, man, you come up under a different time, though, man. I remember, like, being young, bro, and and go to, going to a park and seeing the grifter out there with the Gucci Benzes and all kind of yeah. shit. Niggas had their CDs. They performing. Yeah. People popping trunk at gas stations, selling yeah. their music. I feel like this the music now we don't see or feel the people so it's like it's like a balance on the other side where you don't see them at all but you hear the music and on the flip side back then it was like you seen them and you got to feel the energy what do you feel like you you know you being doing music in both eras like what do you see the difference as 
a lot of artists these days, they lazy only because it's so easy for them. Like we shot a video uh, called Block Breeder. It ran me like $20,000. Like right now you can use your cell phone and run a video. Like they don't, they don't have to do no work, bro. Like it's all behind a couple buzzes that they pushing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we did a five state tour. You know, I took my whole record label on a five state tour. I went from Dallas to Louisiana, uh, New Orleans, Alabama, uh, Mississippi, all the way up to Memphis, from an independent label, you know what I'm saying? So uh, at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta imagine, you know, you really gotta get out here and put that work in. Like, people wanna see you, you know what I'm saying? But then too, you have some people saying, man, I don't wanna pay to see them niggas, man. I can see them niggas for free, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I'd have people throw, well, I give them promotional CDs, they throw them on the ground. Man, I pick my shit up and give it to the next somebody, bro. You can't let nothing break your pride. You can't have no pride and ego with trying to get yourself out there with music, you know what I'm saying? Now, uh, when you was doing it then, do you think if, let's say we switched the era, do you think what you was doing back then? I'll be rich. I'll be rich, yeah. filthy, you know what I'm saying? Because it's too many ways that, like they get paid for music now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no way we could have had that back then, bro. A lot of us would be rich. Uh, I mean, let me not bypass, uh, Diamond D, man, Diamond Records over there at Big T, man. You know, he yeah, was, Diamond put in that work, man, like straight up, man. Yeah, Diamond was, was one of the main dudes that's out here doing a lot of a lot of promoting, as well as, you know, getting your music sold by putting it on mixtapes, like Cap at the Bomb. That was how a lot of ways that we was getting our music put out, you know what I'm saying, from, from different people that had radio stores and putting together, like, I'll start mixtapes for us or whatever. Right. So, yeah, you got, you got to give it to the people that, that really helped pave the way, you know what I'm saying, like for us to get where we're going. Because if they don't help us, then man, we don't get there. But if if we switch errors, you know what I'm saying, man, we'll have plenty, man. It, like a lot of us will still be, you know what I'm saying, like some some dudes will still be relevant from a long time ago if we had if if we had the resources that they have right now. Amen. Were DJs Hollywood back in your era? What you call Hollywood? You know. I mean, I'm just asking what you call Hollywood. A, a lot of DJs would be described right now as like they want to be the rapper. Like instead of the, they want to be the ones that you see. Man, on, let me let me say this first, thing. man, because I don't think a lot of people really understand this. You cannot blame the DJs if your shit not jamming. Yeah, for sure. First and foremost, you cannot blame a DJ if your music is not jamming. You got to give these people something to play. Mm. If a, if you take them some and they don't like it. Hey man, don't be mad at the DJ, bro. You gotta imagine the DJ have a thousand dudes walk up to him saying, hey man, listen to this, listen to that, listen to this, listen to that. Well, let me tell you the trick to it. If you get hot in the streets, the radio go come looking for you. Amen. You feel what I'm saying? It's the same way with high school athletes. You get out there as a quarterback, you throw for 5,000 yards, every D1 school probably coming looking for him. You know what I'm saying? It's, you have to do the same work in the streets. You cannot be out here. I couldn't have been rapping somebody I got money and I was broke than a motherfucker. Right. No, they got to go together. You know what I'm saying? So now when you, when, when, when you talk about what, what you rapping, that's got to be your image, bro. How, much, how many CDs did you move out there, Trump? Of which album? In totality. Fuck it. All together, just for every album, every all together. If you were to say all together, did you go platinum in the streets? Like what? What you, what you call platinum in the streets? A hundred thousand platinum in the streets. Yeah. 
I don't, man, I don't know if I sold a hundred thousand, but I know on my on my solo project, I probably ran that uh, my I got straight from High Street project. I probably ran a maybe a hot forty seven thousand. Shit. Yeah. A hot 47,000, I'm just saying a hot 47. I had 10,000 pre-orders. God damn. My first, that was my first time seeing a check like for music in 2000, 2004. Right. I had a, a $54,000 check. That was my first time ever seeing a check. Which, which store was the one that kind of sold the most? Like, where did you get the most money from? Like, are you just, you saying this is out the trunk? No, this period, okay. the most, where I got the most of the money from, uh, where most of my sales were from, you remember they had blockbusters. Yeah. So a lot of blockbusters. So what I did was, a lot of people asked for ten dollars for their CD. I only asked for five dollars and forty cents for mine. So Selecto Hits distributed my music. So I'm looking at the I'm looking at the ratio. It only took a dollar nine cents to press up an album, and I and here it is. I'm getting five forty. So technically, I'm walking away with four dollars and like thirty one cents per CD. So that's how I ended up getting a $54,000 check Damn. for the 10,000 pre-orders. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just made it the fastest way for it could be a turnaround for me to get some money coming back. So out of all, we dropped the, we, we had, um, like I said, the Bow Summer in the Water, with Spice One. We had uh, the Outside Boys, we had 17 Egg. Um, then we came with the double disc called Our Time to Shine with all us on the front, and then my solo project. Yeah. Uh, I got money, but I dropped the mixtape after that. Man of the Volume 1. I did uh, Game Breaker Volume 1. Yeah. So uh, right before, I, well, after I did the Game Breaker Volume 1, I get, I, I probably, I get picked up about a week or two later by the feds. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna get into that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got money. <laughs> I yeah. got, yeah. Yeah. I got bitches. I got bitches. Yeah. And I got hoes. Yeah. I got this. I got this. I got that. I got that. Yeah. How the hell you come up with that, bro? And when you and when you played it, you know when the engineer looks and like, ooh, she got one. Man. Is that how you felt when you came out the booth? Nah, it's, it's not how that's not how I, I felt. It a lot of shit was was they were like fun songs, like me and Gator, that's my dog, like hands down, bro. I learned a lot from him. Straight up like it could be some shit I'll write, and he'll tell me, no, you can't write it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like me, first of all, I'm a ball player first. You know what I'm saying? I grew up playing football, basketball, and baseball. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to get to some money. Then I'm going to get to some music. So music wasn't even a passion for me. It wasn't even my vision. My vision was to help other dudes that rap that was around me. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's, let's do this labeling. You know what I'm saying? Get somewhere with it. But Greg Street, once time with the K-104, and Greg Street said, um, man, you spending all your money on trying to make all this artists hot. Like, bro, you spending your wheels. He said, why don't you drop a solo project? He said, the dope boys know you, everybody the streets know you. He said, you fuck with the kids in the community. Everybody fuck with you, bro. Like, nigga, drop an album. So, boom, that's what made me drop an album. Greg Street told me to. Shout out Greg Street. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm just saying, like, Street told me, like, like bro, true story. Street a real one, like on, on everything, because that nigga told me to give him $3,500. There was a new artist coming out of Atlanta named Young Jeezy to get two verses from this nigga for $3,500. Street would go do it. And I, me not knowing the business or not even understanding, I'm like, man, I'm not finna get no nigga no $3,500. But then you sit back and look on the flip side, he knew what he was talking about. You feel what I'm saying? So um, still, I, still I, 
I miss the street all the way, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I did take his advice on dropping a solo project, and then that's where I come to dropping a solo project it, yeah. with me, the Kiki, uh, yeah, Slim. Yeah, I was get in that, bro. You had ESG, yeah, Kiki, ESG. Slim Thug. Yeah, How did Slim you link Thug, with the Mr. Houston? This By is... some kind of way, my cousin connected with Mr. 3-2, though. Yeah. That's how, uh, uh, yeah, we, we, we got we got 3-2 on the track or whatever. My cousin Block did. So uh, I don't, but between them, yeah, I mean, everybody was on that though. So how did, how did you link with all the Houston artists? You know what I'm saying? Because at the time, they was red hot. You know what um, I mean? Man, we used to go to the beach party. Host FP. Yeah, we used to go to the Capitol. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We load up, go to the Capitol, man. And we'd be out there. I probably, we probably pass out 500 T-shirts and uh, 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 footballs, ink pens, bandanas, all kind of shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and first time I... I ran into Big Pokey, you know what I'm saying? And he was on stage performing. Like I used to sit back and watch him, whatever. And um Rest in peace, man. I just I just cut it. I cut into him. I end up going to me, ESG, and Slim grew like a real relationship, you know what I'm saying? But it was more like I go to Houston, like I've been to Slim House before. You know what I'm saying? I went to E House, like man, he was real cool. Like on everything. His baby was born, bro, I was down there. He, he made me and get married. I was down there. Like, I I mess with them dudes, like, for real, for real. He body go a house burnt down. I sent them the money to get to She Rock to re She Rock the whole house. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, they was, you know, it was really popping, but I ended up doing or uh, going to uh, Houston. Ian Slim had this video, Get Your Hands Up. If you're a baller, and I come down in the Cadillac Escalade truck, and I got like 40 chains of clothes, you know what I'm saying? About about <laughs> about 26 pair of joints and everything in the truck. So Mike Jones standing on the side of me like, man, who is this dude? And I'm like, I'm laughing like, boy, you little Mike Jones, boy, but shout out to Mike Jones though. But that's how I cut into everybody. I even got a song with Mike Jones that, that I never released. You know what I'm saying? Now, was a Dallas nigga received well in Houston? Cause sometimes there's that stigma that you, if you went from Dallas, you don't really get all the love you're supposed to get when you're in the H. Nah, I can't, bro, I can't say that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I can't say that. I can't, again, you know, I ain't gonna never put nothing on nobody, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, like, man, I don't have a hate bone in my body, bro, or a negative bone in my body. But when I went to the H, bro, when my people went to the H, bro, they always showed us the flow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just sent my homeboy, uh, a picture where for his birthday, my homeboy Carlos, I sent them a picture uh, where it's about 80 people from Dallas. We done took over Houston the whole weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like they gave us love, they gave us love there, bro. So I can't say how hard it is. Like right now, my main man, DJ High C, MC yeah. Quinn Houston, you know what I'm saying? You know, they down there DJing, doing whatever they do, bro. We go right down there, um, you know, and, and have it your way. But the only thing, the difference was, Remember the song? They had the song called the Hooker Hooker with mm -hmm. Mr. Kiyad in there, yeah. right? So the Walter D dude, they supposed to switch the song with Street for I Got Money. So it's supposed to be even swap to where they spend the I Got Money and they spend the Hooker Hooker down here. Yeah. But Walter D really, he went fault. He 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 really was like, uh, now tell a young nigga to give me fifteen thousand dollars and then we'll run it. I'm like, man, you you know, I tell Walter D he can. You know, tell the rest him. of it. You know what I'm saying? He can 
blow that to the roof, nigga. I'm not gonna give you no fifteen thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Because it's probably been an even swap. But every time I go to Houston, bro, I mean, I, don't, I ain't never had no, I ain't never had no problem. You know what I'm saying? But it's just the fact of going to Houston, bro. You gotta set the stage and tone when you go down there. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You gotta go down there and act like you at home, bro. And 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 and, and shit, shoot your shot, Jack. You know, if you go down there acting all week, then that's, nigga, that's, that's how you turn out. Yeah, that's how they're going. That's yeah. it. That's anywhere in the world. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> I can't say that. Because, like, we went to Jackson, Mississippi. I did a show in Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, it, they had a street from they had a street down there called High Street. Went to the radio station. I ended up going to the park where they had a barbecue and shit. But they made me feel like I was from that bitch. And when I had done the show, there were like 900,000 people in the club. I had girls out the club passing out my CDs and helping me promote that shit. Like, they give you love, bro. You just gotta go out there and just do your shit, nigga. Hey, Amen. Yeah. Now, having a song on the radio that big, you know, how does it feel to walk around your city and just have all that love? And you know, what is that? What was that like for you? It was funny to me. Cause I was already getting that same love because I always gave back to my community. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like I play for the Cummings. You know what I'm saying? I run a, I run the organization right now. My kids play for the Cummings. You know what I'm saying? So I was always in my community getting back to little dudes in the community. You feel what I'm saying? That I know that they needed help. Like going to school, I bought them school clothes. Like Vet won the state championship basketball. I bought their rings for them or whatever. I bought the little niggas Jordans to play in. Like that's how I got, I got money hot. I, I, I had about 12 of them. Hey, y'all call the radio station tell them, oh, I want her, I got money. And they just, when they done it, I just, next day we was at the mall, I bought them all Jordan and shit. You know what I'm saying? See, I always put a scheme, you always gotta have a scheme that's gonna get you somewhere, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I, mean, I had the money, bro, so it wasn't, a, I mean, it wasn't an issue, but I just had to outthink people how I had to get things done, you know what I'm saying? Now, I got, I got a question, because when you get hot, everybody knows when you reach success, the hate comes. What was some of the stuff that you had to deal with whenever you got super hot? It was all it was always it was always the same. Like in, in your own city, it's, it's like you'd be the most hated in your own city. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't become famous for rapping. You know what I'm saying? I came famous for who is number ninety six? That's that's Bowley. When you turn that cone and I try to knock your helmet off for. Or I'm playing baseball or something. Like it started with sports for me. And then when I got in high school at Belt, we didn't lose the game. We the best record in Rose Bay history, let me know. You know what I'm saying? I threw for like 2,300 yards that year. Like we lost one game down the line. So I was already popular, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? But to, you know, just to have the hate, bro, they gonna hate you anyway. Like the hate comes with the territory when, when, you, when you become something they not. You know what I'm saying? But I but I never act like I was better than my people because I always kept my people with me. You know what I'm saying? I always been down to earth with my people. You know what I'm saying? But the hate, like, like we had a fight at the club where they my Stampede, a couple dudes had a, a few of them had we had a fight at the club. I wasn't there. At Club Blue. Yeah. They tried to sue me for a hundred and eighty seven thousand dollar lawsuit for doctor bills, but I wasn't there. They banned me from the club for six months. You know what I'm saying? Like that was behind hate. You feel what I'm saying? I wasn't there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just for as, you know, niggas, just the thing. Niggas go hate like, man, look at them niggas. And, you know, that shit just come with the territory, bro. But if you the man, like, bro, if I see you, I'ma salute you, bro. I'ma salute y'all. Tell y'all, man, shit, y'all, y'all popping. I'ma stand there and support you at the same time. Right. 
Cause when it's my turn, I want I want that same energy, bro. Right. So when yeah. it came to doing music, you know, like right now, right, you'll hear people saying, "Man, the city need to come together. Everybody need to do music together." Like, what was y'all mindset when you was doing music back? Then? Was it like, "Man, this is my section. We doing music over here." Or was it like, nah, "Man, we fucking with anybody." Like that. It, it wasn't like that. Everybody was rapping and getting money, bro. I can promise you, like you, like even even uh, my man from Big Wheel, yeah. Rod, he went to the feds. He ain't go to the feds not getting no money. You know what I'm saying? Like NFL, Rondon, and them boy went to the feds. They were getting money. Like, bro, it was more dudes legitimately hustling in our era and niggas going to the feds, you know what I'm saying? You know, because you know, at, at, at the same time, you learn that, you know, you can't straddle the fence, you know what I'm right. saying? Because, you know, it's going to come down on you. But, but that's the chance you got to take, though. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because ain't another man going to put no food on your table for you. So, I mean, everybody was really, you know, like trying to get us some money, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody was getting us some money, like for real, for real. Dang. It was it wasn't it wasn't shit for 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 me to walk outside and make two hundred thousand a day. God. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't shit for me to make a hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like straight up, man, like it, nigga was really getting us some paper, bro. Like this shit now, like I don't know what's going on. I don't wanna know what's going right. on either. Right. See, you know what I'm saying? You know, I was just gonna ask you. The state of, you know, rap in Dallas and the scene right now is just so filled with violence. When back then it was just it was even more so player, you know what I'm saying? Like get you some money. I got money. Yeah. Dig it and all that other shit was just what it was. And maybe you saved a bar or two for that, but mostly it was about getting some paper and getting at some ladies. Why was such why do you think the dramatic change? And then you remember when it changed. I mean, for one, I was I mean, I was I was incarcerated. Right. You know, I, I went in 2006. I basically got out 2015, 2016 from the halfway house. Um, what did you get? Uh, for those who don't know, what, what did you I went, know? I went to the Fed for conspiracy. Oh, uh, I got 128 months. Yeah. So let me ask you this on it, because, you know, they- uh, like, Are we talking about the violence, or are we finna we, go back? We, we talk, go, let's, let's go about the violence. <laughs> let's go back. Well, I, you look at the violence now, um, Technically, bro, it's, it's it's young nigga era, bro. Right. I mean, you know, and it's a lot of uh, misguided individuals out there, bro. And, and you, it's a lot of dudes that come home and don't attack a situation that they got to put their hands on, bro. Like promise up when I got out, I was at the when I when I got out, I was a home confinement, like I was at, 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 at I was at the house, and I didn't have Instagram or none of that. So my little homeboy them some kind of way, when my partners come by, I look at the Instagram, I be looking at my little homeboys I raised. Bro, what y'all doing, bro? I get on the phone, hey man, y'all think y'all can't get picked up for having guns and showing all this on, on, on Instagram, bro? Like, delete all that, bro. And matter of fact, it ain't even deleted because they can go back and find it. Right. So it's, 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 it's what I tell them that wasn't told to me. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, uh, and that's real because a lot of people won't even get that game. Yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna give it to you because I don't because I was once in the blind like what happened to me. Right. They knew this dude got picked up by the feds. Two dudes knew he got picked up. They went to go get it from the bail bum, David Wells bail bum, and David tell him the feds got a hold on him. Some kind of way the nigga come out of nowhere and go right back to working in their trap spot. <laughs> now y'all knew he got picked up by, by the feds, but nobody said nothing. I can't say I wonder why to this day. 
I mean, it's behind me, but I just look back and be like, damn, I can't let that happen now one of my partners. Right. Because this is where I just come from. I hear about how niggas getting picked up from Instagram and, and, and what all they showing and whatever. And now today, my little partner's done slowed all the way down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because don't you be self-incriminating yourself to go to the feds, bro. You ain't no punch the clock in your life, dog. But you think, man, like you sitting up here, you sitting up here buying $2,500 shoes to wear them one time, bro. Come on, man, get your mind right, bro. Right. And then one of them, you know, one of them, I, 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 I have a, uh, man, I, I, I was asleep because I was driving my truck overnight and I, and I just woke up out of my sleep like six o'clock in the afternoon and I drove to this uh, barbershop and I told my little homeboy, I said, hey man, someone on my heart to tell you, me, tell me to tell you, bro, you need to slow down, bro, because something's something about to happen to you. You know what I'm saying? And when I leave, of course he started talking shit like, oh man, nobody didn't tell that nigga when he was doing such, 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 such. Nigga, but I was really running down some money, nigga. You out, you, you really out here playing. Mm-hmm. So while he being smart, guess what happened to the next the, the next day? He get rolled. Guns and money and drugs. I, I just warned you, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? See, I've I, I been the big homie. See, when you when you weren't able to get in the club, I got you in the club at an early age. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm telling you something, take heed of what I'm telling you, bro. Warning always come before destruction. Yeah, so so I slow, so my little partners that I do talk to. The ones that listen, I mean, I done slowed them all the way down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I try to get them more to get more involved with their kids, bro. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's the only thing that I really miss while I was away. With my kid, I wasn't missing nothing else. I wasn't worrying about no females. I wasn't worrying about no nobody, no nothing. Now I had told my chick two weeks in, baby, go on live your life. Don't worry about me. They finna slam me with some euros. Yeah. You just be careful with these niggas out here. You feel what I'm saying? Cause that's just gonna be it. I didn't question I asked who she talked to. I didn't care who she talked to. I just, hey man. What's going on with my kids? And that was the only thing that, that mattered to me because I knew they weren't gonna be, be I knew they weren't gonna be treated fair because anybody gonna treat your kids how you gonna treat your kids, you feel me? Correct. So at the end of the day, I just knew it was gonna be a void right there, and it was. So, you know, so I mean I just try to get my partners more involved with their kids, bro. And and they really are more involved with their kids. And and I, I'm I, I'm I'm proud of my little partners that do listen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, straight up. Definitely. Uh how hard was it to reconnect with family members like when you got back was it hard was it easy nah it's still it's still hard right today because um it's still hard right today because i'm not the one afraid to tell you how i feel right i used to couldn't explain to people how i feel or how i felt because i dealt with pain different but now at this point in time of my life i'm gonna try to get to each individual if it's an issue Let's talk about it and then let's move on from it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's just show where I done grown and I'm not the one, I don't hold grudges enough, bro. Ain't nobody perfect, you feel me? But if I'm gonna put it out on the line, I need you to put it on the line too. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you, you can speak your truth and then I'm gonna speak mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, I'm gonna understand you. I want you to understand me. I used to, didn't, I didn't know how to be considerate of other people. I used to let a motherfucker talk to me and let that shit go on one or not the other. But now I sit up and listen to people, bro. Cause what you saying, how you may see it, I may not see it that way, but I gotta listen though. Mm-hmm. So, but it's still hard because people, they, people still like they 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 in the shell because they don't know what they gonna expect from me. Cause I used to talk so motherfucking smart, like that'll be the first thing to come out of my mouth. Now, motherfucker don't know if I'm gonna be like that or not. You know what I'm saying? But I know myself that I done changed because I worked on myself while I was incarcerated. You know Amen. what I'm saying? Uh, me, we often have a conversation, and I know. Uh, you do work with the OGU. Uh, we, there was the discussion about the violence and how do we get it to calm down. 
I always felt like it's because the youth didn't have access to any type of real money. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that, do you think, you say, okay. It's what not do you money. Think? Okay. It's, it's two things. I done seen what people do with money. I done seen what money do to people. It's more of you getting in contact and tune with these kids, man, let them know that you care and you love them, bro. Like, it ain't about the money, I promise you. The money go come and go. But when you build a relationship with a kid, man, that's all the kid gonna know is you. That kid go, that kid go listen to you before he listens to his own parents at times. Like, bro, it's a lot of kids, I'm on the emergency forms at, at school or whatever, bro, emergency contact. I go up to the school to try to make sure I get them right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't just for football, it ain't just for sports. Bro, it's needed 24 hours around the clock. You know what I'm saying? So it take people really to get their hands on these kids, man. Like, no matter, it, it, it can be the, the, the hour that you give a kid, save a kid. Man, I want to highlight, you know, you can, like you said, you came up here with OGU. You right. have, I'm sure you have an organization. Take the time right out to, to, to tell people what you, you know, what you do with the organization, if, if anybody wants any help to get in there. Um, um, but basically, man, like I said, I was born and raised with the Cummings, man. Um, Top Cedar Crest Cummings Foundation. Um, it's a nonprofit, man. Um, right now they, right now they're raising money or they don't raise money, quote unquote. I believe anywhere from nine to 12 million to, uh, redo our football field, our baseball field, the basketball court, which was done by the Dallas Mavericks. It's a, it's a hardwood flow. They're giving us a turf football field, turf baseball field. It's a press box, um, locker room, bathroom, and concession stand all connected. Uh, on the inside of the building, it's a bank will be on the inside called Vertex Bank. Yeah. Mental health be on the inside. Medicaid will be on the inside. Uh, we have after-school programs. Uh, we got cheerleader dance, volleyball. We have all kinds of sports, golf simulators, uh, we have everything, lacrosse, soccer. We have all sports, but the mainly thing is I'm going to have tutors coming in after school, giving the kids the extra help that they need. So over at Cedar Crest, man, we try to get the kids all kind of resources that they need. Like back, in, like when we were growing up, when we left the center at 8.30 at nighttime, we'd go home, it's time to take a bath, eat, and go to sleep and do it all over again. A lot of times these kids ain't got nowhere to go in the community. So a lot of them sit around playing on the games or they're outside breaking the cars or something, I mean, who knows? But you gotta give these kids something to do. And that's the main thing I try to do over there at Cedar Crest, bro. Like, give them any opportunity. Even we, we'll teach them how to record music, yeah. uh, make beats and everything yeah, over there. Yeah, so yeah. it's a lot that we go put out and it's go, anybody can bring their kid over there, man, so. How do they get in touch, like, for those who wanna get in touch with you, how can they do that? I mean, you can find me on Facebook. My name is Terrence Randolph, it's my real name. On Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, it's, Bowleg underscore Stampede. Yeah. Um, I can't give you my number, but you know, Facebook will ring you up anyway. So just, you know what I'm saying, just reach out to me, man. And you know, you know man, we travel to help people too at the same time. Yeah. Now, Oak Cliff, that's my hood. Yeah. Put it in his face, get that shit understood. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah, straight up. Wait a minute, bro. I, I did not, you know, it's so crazy, bro. I didn't realize that, cause I'm looking through, you know, I'm doing the history, you know, I'm going back. <laughs> Reminiscing, I said, "Wait a minute, this Bowleg song? Cause it's on your album." But let me tell you why, though. <laughs> okay. So, story behind Oak Cliff, this my hood. Yeah. For everybody that want to know, okay, Lil Sock, Nino, and High Boy Star had the song. I went and watched them perform the song, right? And I'm like, "Damn, the whole fucking three thousand kids out there was saying this." Yeah. So I'm sitting up in my spot in South Dallas on Green. Lasak come over there and say, Lee, put a verse on Oak Cliff, that's my hood. I said, okay, cool. He brought me the song. 
I sat right there in my spot, played the CD, I wrote the verse, I took it to my studio, had my engineer to loop the beat. I come back and get them the song, right? First, they tried to take the song to K104 and they won't play it. They tried to take the 97.9, they won't play it. <clears throat> so they came back telling me, man, nobody won't play the song, blah, blah, blah. So the first person I took the song to was Bobo Luciano. And I said, I asked Bobo to run that song. Well, I had got wind that Bobo broke the disc. So I was like, I got on the phone, I called him. I was like, hey, Bobo, hey, can you run the old clip that's my hood on your radio station down there at uh, K-O-N-O-N, -O -O right? And so uh, long story short, Bobo broke the record first. This is what people don't know. And I shout out to Bobo Luciano. He broke the record first. Then when he broke the record, I used to go to K104, bro. When I say, I go to any time of the day and just ring the button and they'll just let me in. And I went in there with Oak Cliff, that's my hood. And I gave it to the DJ. He was like, what is this? I was like, Oak Cliff, that's my hood. Uh, Nino, a high boy star, a little sock. And I'm, I'm on the last verse. He played it right there on the radio. Like he played it right there on the spot. He was like, whoa. So right then, the song took off. Everybody was calling me. Hey man, we playing your new single. We playing your new single. I'm like, that's not my single. Run my little partner them song though. Yeah. Biggest day, I'm saying, run my little partner them song though. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna take credit for a song that's not actually my song. But what's actually mine, I'm not gonna say it's mine, but Oak Cliff is my hood, bro. I put that work in for real. So at the end of the day, I'm going to stand on that. You feel what I'm saying? So when every, I'm not going to be like, nah, that ain't mine. Don't play it. Yeah. I would have I been hating, though. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right. So that's how the song come about being played. Right. So when you, a lot of people heard me on the verse, now everybody gravitating to it. Bowleg, they playing your song. I ain't, I'm not going to be like, nah, that ain't mine. I'm going to just keep on walking like, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Because at the same time, while everybody thinking it's mine, any DJs thinking it's mine, it's getting played for somebody else to hear. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it's me hitting my little home and them at the same time. Because I could have I could have put a stop to the song by saying it ain't mine. If I was gonna be on some hating ass shit. You so was it saying? some shit behind that? Because it sounds nah. like the way you're talking to me making it seem like maybe people caught feelings no, about them. But no, no, it truth of the matter, I don't know if people have, and I frankly don't, I don't give a fuck, bro. That's just me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not a rapper in the first place. Right. I'm a ball player, I'm gonna give me some money. So we, you know, we can just move on about that. You feel right. what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, if it's your time, bro, it's your time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people look at how you, your characterism when you're dealing with people when it comes to music or anything in life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if they, so if they fuck with you, they go fuck with you. Right. Thanks. You feel what I'm saying? So when the song came about, Man, they just was running that bitch. I mean, like I said. Off the respect for you, though. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But, like, I, but I'm not knocking that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not knocking out the respect for me. It was a good song before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dig sure. what I'm saying? It's just that I know that they couldn't get it to what they were trying to get it to for as radio, and that's what I did for them. But you feel what I'm saying? All in all, it's a classic song, man. Exactly. How, how does it feel to be a part of an anthem? I mean, that's like one of the anthems oh, you hear oh, that nah, they that, still play? If it feels good to be part, you know, to be part of it, bro. Like hands down, because you gotta imagine it come from I got money to Oakland, that's my hood. So that what kept me hot and going through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, like, like come on, man, it's a win-win for me all the way around. So it's a win-win for everybody. Nah, for real, nah, for real.
Yeah, nah, for real. Shout out to my homie Show. Nah, yeah, shout real. out, shout out, uh, that boy Show. Yeah, nah, yeah, for sir. real. Yeah, sir. Nah, for real. Yeah. Now, we talked back when we was at the OGU, and you say you might have a song with Mo Three. Is that? Is that? What? What is that? I got a song with him. It's called "Don't Owe a Nigga Nothing." Mm, but we haven't heard it yet. Nah. Oh, oh you can hear it though. <laughs> you can Behind hear it the scenes. Day. I sent it to you. Behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Exclusive. So, yeah, I, I mean, I can send it to you. I mean, it's no problem. Like, right. I, I just, bro, like, my main reason why I ain't dropped the song, it ain't because of nothing that go on for us or uh, the business wise with three of his record labels or whatever else, or uh, uh, with Rainwater, whoever, whatever. I just, I really wasn't ready to be doing music, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have. I was going through a mental depression, bro, mental state. Like, shit wasn't going right. Like, I went, my mind wasn't on no music, bro. Like, no, nah, I'm, I'm having everyday issues, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, with trying to get my life together. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, fuck music. You know what I'm saying? Like, at this point in time, music ain't doing enough for me. What it's doing for me? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to get your priorities straight, bro. You can't be out here rapping. Because once you take off, you're going to take off. But if you ain't got no money... You want you at a standstill, so I mean I rather you know I, mean, I got my priorities in line, bro. I, I, I'm not the type to plan and do stuff and don't have no money, nothing to fall back on. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm gonna run it. So I'm gonna I, I ain't never ran up a bag. I'm gonna run up a duffel bag, right. and then you know what I'm saying. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna go take out with the music. You feel what I'm saying? Like I mean I always been doing shows. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean I stay doing shows regardless. You know what I'm saying? I just this past weekend I did uh then I down to did four shows in one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, it's not the work. I mean, I get out here and work, that ain't the problem. You know what I'm saying? It's more of me really feeling like doing music. Everybody asking, you know, they stay asked, man, why you ain't dropping, bro? Cause I don't, I, I mean, I, you know, when I don't feel it, then I don't do it. You know what I'm saying? And then too, I ain't got no money behind myself. Boy, y'all might well stop talking to me about some music. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna be dropping nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's just, I mean, that, that's just the feel for me. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I got a song with three, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't, I mean, I got a song with I got a song with Lil Kiki and my partner Hellraiser. Um, I've been working on it low, man. You know what I'm saying? I got I, I got other stuff in the works. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I just don't be I don't do too much talking about it. You know what I'm right. saying? Because it ain't for me to talk about. Because when I because when I when I attack everything, then I'm gonna just attack everybody. Right. Yeah. So if you were to, if you were to get back into music, how would you approach it now that you know you can easily upload something to YouTube? The same way. I, I, I go the same way. Oh, out the street with it. Yeah, I, I, go, I, I, I go the same way mm. because I, you can't do nothing but mix it with the new way. You know what I'm nah, saying? Fair. I can't do nothing. This don't do nothing but enhance me to get the people quicker. You know what I'm saying? Through social media, all the resources or whatever. But I, but I go my same way, man. I get it hot in the streets first, and then, and then, and then I, you know, I go to social media and everything else. You know, what I'm saying? that's how I did. I got money. Yeah. I find out who show it is, and I, hey man, let me pay two hundred perform. They were like, go ahead. So as soon as I get to performing, everybody singing, I got money. Shit, I won. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to have a strategy, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a plan for what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, you know, I like to look at our channel like um, history, right? We try to get all the legends on the channel to kind of spit the, the facts. What are some of the history lessons that you feel like a lot of people don't understand about Dallas? Whenever they, you know, like people might say things about Dallas that you feel like are inaccurate or that they should know about Dallas. When it comes to the music scene, it's not that people say stuff that's inaccurate, bro. They saying everything is accurate, like how they saying Dallas artists don't work with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, prime example, bro. If, if you got a movement going on, I think we should support your movement. You know what I'm saying? So while we support your movement, 
everybody say unity in numbers. With, I don't care if you're from the north, the south, the east, the west, where we're from, we come together and join your movement. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to hold my own weight regardless. You know what I'm saying? Whoever movement I'm part of, I'm going to hold my own weight regardless. So that's how it should be coming from other people. You, with, 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 without real life street stars, I'm still Bow League. But a matter of fact, I'm Terrence because I leave, I leave Bow League sleep. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm still me without y'all. You feel what I'm saying? So when I'm with y'all, I'm still going to be me. So whatever the movement may be, you got to get together and join that movement, bro. I mean, if it's, just, if it's your turn, bro, I'm going to salute you and I'm going to rock with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I used to be the same dude standing in the crowd looking at DSR perform. Tuck them. I used to be the same dude standing there watching Gator Man them perform. Uh, Twisted Black. Anybody go, I'd be the same dude standing in the, middle of the, in the middle of the crowd just looking, trying to critique myself, bro, to figure out what I need to do next. You feel what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, man, you got to join that movement, though, bro. And people don't have unity, bro, because a lot of them do, don't do nothing but worry about themselves, though. It ain't, like I said before, it ain't an artist in Dallas who done tried to work with me that I ain't never worked with. It ain't an artist in Dallas. If my, my, my kinfolk, he asked me, man, hey, go run somebody down for me. I run any artist down, he want me to run down. Any one of them. Straight numbers. I ain't no talking no managers, nothing there. I, I, get right to the, I get right to the rapper, you feel what I'm saying? I get right to the artist. So at the end of the day, man, it ain't like, it's how people fool with you, though. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I mean, I just think that Dallas, a lot of dudes out here, man, they just out here saying they rappers. And a lot of dudes in Dallas don't want to fool with niggas just saying they out here rapping and knowing you ain't got nothing. Speaking of not having anything, it's like, it's like designer clothes and jewelry is so important now. Like, it's no real, no real look into the talent. Like, it's like an artist got to have this pack, got to have that Rolly, got to have the, the Balenciaga. Why do you think that is? Because that's what's there. That's what's there, bro. Yeah. I can put, I guarantee I can put on a whole fake Louis Vuitton, whatever, right now. And they ain't gonna know if it's real or fake. Yeah. They just gonna say, man, that nigga cleaned in them. They cleaned in them up. That's all they gonna say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's how you sell yourself. Wearing designer clothes. Right. Wearing jewelry. Nigga don't know the point behind wearing a Rolex. A Rolex is one of the best watches you can ever have. I done had five of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's just it. If I ever get another kind of watch, I don't want no but a Rolex. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it don't matter about, you know, again, it, it come down to you selling yourself, man. That's mm -hmm. all it is. So, I mean, like I done went two years without a car before and had a whole lot of money. So it ain't, it ain't about no, it, it ain't never been like that for me. Louis Vuitton, I ain't, I ain't never, I don't know Louis Vuitton or a whole lot of, I got a Gucci belt. I've been having that one same motherfucking belt five, six years. Somebody <laughs> else bought it for me. I mean, right. I'm just saying, like, I ain't finna go buy no motherfucking Gucci. Like, I'd rather, you know, buy me a pair of Jordans, yeah. Jay Walker, Earn Boy, that ass out, and I'm gone by my business. Yeah, the Jays better anyway, they last long. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> nah, I feel But I mean, I'm just saying, that's just me though, bro. Like, you know, when you trying to really get out here and live, bro, you go, all that, all that stuff that, that, that you really, that's costing, man you, man, you can wait for that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you trying to get us some money, bro. You got to save every penny. Like, straight up. Now, uh, when you went to, uh, when you went on vacation, you know, did everybody, Hold it down like they were supposed to nope. for you. That was a quick note. Nope. 
Uh-huh. Some of my pilots, bro, that was under me every day. I ain't hear from them. I was some real shit. Some of my same pilots, bro, I sent them nigga visitation for them. They didn't get it back. On some real shit. And on some real shit, don't expect me to come home and think we gonna be the same cool on some real shit. We not, bro. Just on the up and up. Cause the feds weren't looking for y'all, bro. They got who they were looking for. Me. Make sure they ain't come get y'all, cause you know why? It was my dope, it's my money. I bought my own dope, bagged my own dope, cooked my own dope, bought my own dope. So now I don't go fucking with my people. Yeah. And I know they wanted a couple of my people, but I, y'all got to who y'all want me. I own Stampede Records. Yeah. So guess what? Everybody else safe. And guess what else? None of y'all ain't never worked for me. So they can't come fucking with y'all anyway. Yeah. So I had an entourage, but I was a one man army. Yeah. Yeah. How did you cope with that? How did I cope with what? Like, you People know, coming and going? Yeah. Or just nobody, you know, nobody being for you like you thought they would. I mean, it was funny. It wasn't about the people that wasn't there. It was the people. It's about the people that was there. Amen. Like little dudes that I coached, bro. Sometimes, a couple times I had $6 on my books, bro. I don't know how I'm going to get some more money. Look up. Little Ethan Jones done sent me. DB Dragon Boy, he done sent me $25, $50. Little dude used to rap on my record label, too. It's called YBB, and I had TYG, too. And all them was in high school. It was like eight of them. Um, so it was like people unexpected. You look up, you know, somebody sending you some money, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. You know what I'm saying? But then, it's a real situation, right? You know what I'm saying? To where you you look up, and and you know it's your your main dogs. It's up under you every day. You, you think they go be there and they gone? I mean, it's expected that you know what I'm saying the females go do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, you know. She, they got to get some meat from somewhere. Right. So that's going to happen. But just just to know that if something happens to my dog, though, now I'm going to hold my nigga down. I'm not going to say to my nigga T-Shop Hellraiser, my last seven years, he wrote, the, he wrote the whole ride with me. You know what I'm saying? That nigga brought my kids to see me and everything, like on some real shit. You know what I'm saying? I had this other, I had this one chick, she wrote the last seven and a half years with me, like on the up and up. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, everybody else, they had one foot in and one foot out. You know what I'm saying? So, I ain't, I mean, I wasn't tripping on nobody. I, I don't think I knew was this. I'll be back. Right. That's the only thing I knew. You know what I'm saying? But, of course, I got all the, yeah, man, I was going to say, I was saving this and that for you. Like, nah, you're not saving nothing for me, bro. You should have been saving for yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing about me, bro, I'm going to find a way to get us some money. You know what I'm saying? But, nah, just... I needed you, nigga, when I was locked up. All that nigga didn't hear from, didn't hear from a nigga. You could have found 50 cent in the car flow and got a stamp and wrote a nigga. Like, bro, I can't get nobody. I can't, I, I can't give you no pass like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. This just hands down. Like, I mean, you niggas, nigga, you niggas went to the club off me for 10 years, nigga. 10 years. Went to my, didn't buy a drink, didn't pay your way in the club. To my 10 years, nigga. And I ain't talking about no five niggas. I ain't talking about 10 niggas. I'm talking about 15, 20 niggas. Every time. Every time, bro. Like, come on, man. It ain't a nigga that can come here and say, I didn't do that. Even when we took old picture booths, goddamn me. An hour long taking pictures, dollars on pictures. Like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. Child funk ass on. Y'all niggas about to make me mad talking about these niggas. Like, straight so, up. Now, so let me, let me ask you this, like, what was the biggest t- 
take away from all of that shit? Like when, when you got out and you got the t- chance to clear your mind, what was your biggest takeaway from just that whole vacation? The people all around for the time being. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real. But if I'm, but if I, but if I, me personally say I'm your dog, yeah. nigga, I'ma ride with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I might have hiccups in the road or whatever it may be. Nigga, I'm only human. But when you get out, nigga, I'ma see you, I'ma talk to you, nigga, I'ma fuck with you like for real, for real. I ain't gonna have no ill feeling towards you. You know what I'm saying? You, even, even though you can have more money than me, nigga, you up, whatever, nigga, you still my dog. You understand what I'm saying? Just nigga, I'm on the same paper chase, just throwing a new rap. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, that's just that, that's just the, the I mean the biggest take, man, that people come and go, man. You know what I'm saying? Do I got a right to be mad? You fucking right, I got a right to be mad. You know what I'm saying? Do I got a right to be angry? You fucking right, I got a right to be angry. But I also got a right to let that shit go, bro. And, and that's just me. But don't think I can let you get that close to me no more. It just don't work like that, bro. I love you to death, but God understand right field. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Amen. Did you ever make music while in prison? Because I, you know, you see a lot of artists like Twisted Black man, was making yeah. music and come was- on, man. It's, it's funny shit. Me, Twisted Black, and Archer Lee from Hersherwood, 8100. Yeah. We was all in Fort Worth together. Oh, we all did it. We did a show at Fort Worth together. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. I wouldn't even do no. I wouldn't even do no rapping at first. You know what I'm saying? Because I just didn't feel that shit, bro. I just go out to the rake yard and I just sit out there and work out and shit. They got a music room downstairs. I just go downstairs, just stand on the wall, just look. Everybody being or niggas being up freestyling and making beats and shit. And I just be like, and then so one day a nigga black just kept saying, yeah, I'm gonna get you down there. I'm gonna get you down there. And then I just went on down there. And then the shit just started opening up. You know what I'm saying? Because I at first I didn't have, uh, when I first got incarcerated, bro, like my mind went blank. Like I couldn't remember eight balls, like because it was they was trying to pin. Uh, like I said, we went to five states um, on my um, independent the, the tour. They tried to say I took dope to each state. They tried to hit me on um, trafficking from state to state, but that was taking my music up to Selecto hits all the way up to Memphis. Ten that was that was a uh, distributing company. I wasn't taking no dope nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And then they tried to say I had the fucking police man killed and. I had my own home, but Mike Cole, kid was all kind of shit coming at me, dog. So it was more like, I'm in this bitch fight for my life. Why you niggas out here playing, nigga? I'm in here fighting. Like on some real shit, I ain't never paid to have a nigga killed. Nigga, if I shot at you, I shot at you. We had a fight, we had a fight. But I ain't never paid to get nobody killed, dog. Nobody. Uh, so, now that, so Twisted Black is out now. Have, yeah. you been, have you had a chance to chop it up with him? Nah, uh-uh. I, ain't, I, ain't, I, I haven't talked to him because, man, you know, Man, twist, twisted, he a real dude though. Not because of him uh, standing up for his sentence. It just, you know what I'm saying, knowing him, man, he a, he, a, he a straight up dude, you know what I'm saying? And I know he got family to catch up with, bro. You know, there's just too much when you're getting out of jail, dog. You don't want to see no niggas. I've been around niggas nine, 10 years, yeah, 15 right. years. I'm tired of seeing niggas. Yeah. Let me go see my loved ones and catch up for real, for real, man. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I know I'm a catch up with him, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, I mean, it ain't hard for me to, it ain't hard for me to find him, man. If he tap you like, bro, man, I need you on this, I'm back, man, I need you on this feature. You jumping on it? Man, I don't got no problem doing no music <laughs> with Black, bro. Yeah. Like, just straight up, man, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, man, just just knowing him, man, he a, he a, he a good dude, bro. That's all, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. How hard was it to, um, 
because uh, there's a certain type of power that's associated with, you know, the lifestyle you had before you went in, and then you come out and you're starting from scratch and you don't have that same that same type of motion. How hard is it to get past that hump? It's not. It's not the motion that you got to worry about because you always got motion. Yeah. I just told. I mean, I'm saying it best. You gonna get the same me if I got a dollar, if I got a million. Mm. You'll get the same me. Sure. Same, I mean, I have, I mean, it's it's action. I mean, emotion. That's that's easy to come by, bro. I lost time. I didn't lose no connects. I just yeah. rather not fuck with the shit. You feel me? Because I'd rather be out here. I don't need to be where they took my four o'clock stand up camp. Shake that's down. Real. I don't need to be over there no more. No, Commissary line three bus three sixty and talk on the phone for fifteen minutes. I don't need to be there. That's, you know, my cell phone talk a whole hour with somebody right now. The fuck I'm looking like getting back over to, man, fuck out, let Jack. You know what I'm saying? So it just, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you can have your own motion, bro. Like, it's just, just you. you I'm, I'm, my, I'm my motion myself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The things that I keep myself doing, you know what I'm saying? When I'm going to these schools, mentoring these kids, or dealing with the Little League organization, or even going to do shows, or going into communities, helping other people. Bro, that's, that's the strongest motion I can ever have, bro, with no money. Amen. So, so what oh. do you see a, a young, like a young kid that you're mentoring going down a similar path, right? What do you say to him? Because they can only see probably one one way. You feel me? Like they look well, towards that's, money. That's what I see to the same guys that I was telling you that when I first got out. Bro, y'all got to cut the shit with y'all doing with all this posting shit. Like y'all lost y'all rabbit ass minds. You know what I'm saying? They done changed the ones up under them. Those same ones was the ones that I coached in Little League football too. And the only thing they knew was, man, my coach got a lot of money because every time I went out of town, I bought everybody whatever kind of shoes they wanted to show that they are created equal. Some of y'all don't have it at home, but I'm gonna show y'all how everybody gonna have it. Every, everybody who played for me, this happened for everybody to play for me every year that I coached. You know what I'm saying? Before I got incarcerated, yeah, for every team. I bought my whole team. Adidas cleats, new uniforms, new helmets, everything. I did. I treat them all the same. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, it's those guys right there that you got to slow down. It's not the little babies that's coming up right now. Now, true enough, it is because in our organization, man, since 2016, uh, man, you know, the comments, man, we probably had uh, these kids be out here doing some unbelievable shit that you look at a kid, he innocent as fuck. He the fucking ring, ring lead over, over their whole little clique over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you will be surprised what some of these kids know, bro. And, like, one little kid, this motherfucker 12 years old, he know how to break down any gun, clean a bitch, and put it back together, like, right in front of you in five minutes. Like, so, you know, so you already know, he in the wrong motherfucking place at the wrong time. At the age of 12, I ain't see no gun. I was somewhere playing throw up tackle at the age of 12. Correct. So, you know, it's just what these kids are introduced to these days, bro. That's the hard part that when they not around you, what they see and what they doing. I mean, YouTube, these fucking cell phones don't fuck these kids up. Nah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you know, you can you can Google any fucking thing you want to know. You know what I'm saying? So it tell these kids a whole bunch of shit. So, you know, I mean, it's just the time, man, that this this is what we go out to deal with. Mm -hmm until something else gives. But my little cousin, I, you know, they always say, you, you, you reach one, you teach one, but now you gotta reach 10 to teach 10. You know, my homegirl, Veronica Wilson, I always say, 
real work will work. You know what I'm saying? That real work will work. You know what I'm saying? Because you really doing the real work and it will work. You know what I'm saying? You just got to get more people doing the real work so that it will work. Amen. Yeah. I wanted to, uh, just talking about like, uh, like you said, you're the emergency contact for a lot of kids. Is it hard to like be that for every single kid you deal with? Because a lot of a lot of kids go through a lot of trauma, and you know, if the daddy's not there, then you're their dad pretty much. Like it's hard, but it can be done, bro. Yeah, cause cause you know why all of them are acting up on the same day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> see, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know, and then too, in some of these schools that I go into, or the kids that you know they play for us or whatever. I'm a, I suddenly have 10, 12 students in that school mm. or 14, 15, 17 kids in that school. So I can go around to their classroom, check the tennis, see how they're doing with homework and everything. I even sit in some of their classes before. Like, I mean, you know, you got to do all that. The first thing they be like, oh, they go coach. You know, they go straighten up. See, when you when you hear them saying they go coach, mm. you you already know you got their attention. Right. So, it, so it's not hard, man. Like, for real. It be more, it's, it's more... It's hard to catch up with the high school kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Them be the ones that be spiraling out of control, bro. And they just, they go east to west so fast, man. And and once they get to moving, bro, you can't slow them down. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's doable. That's, that's all I can tell you, it's doable. What is your prediction on the Cowboys this season? I'm not a Cowboys fan. <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> I'm a quarterback. Let me tell you, I'm a quarterback. Okay, yeah. So can you break deck? Can I? No, let me break deck down for okay, you. Yeah. Let me break deck down for you. He have a problem forcing the ball in double coverage, first and foremost. So it looked like to me he having trouble reading the defense. Because mm. the only thing they do is uh they play cat and mouse with him. You know what I'm saying? And they make him overthink plays. So they took one thing away from Dak when he came to the NFL, and I blame the offense coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Your quarterback in college came out of the shotgun. He ran the RPO. That stands for ran, run, pass, option. So that means on every play, he get a chance to run or pass the ball, for those that don't know. The Cowboys trying to make him a pocket quarterback. He's not a pocket passer. If you notice, when he get outside on his wheels and he throwing the ball, his throws are more accurate than he do when he's sitting in the pocket. Straight up. So, to the Dallas Cowboys, you got to let Dak Prescott get on the move on, and get down the field. Come on, man. Because last year, they played a game last year. I don't know who they played, but they played at the, uh, the Cowboys Stadium. I don't know if it was the Rams, whoever it was. They ran the same play twice. I'm sitting on the screen, and I'm like, take off. Because I, I still got the quarterback clock in my head. Right. He come back, they run the play two more times down the line. The same play, same formation. He take off. And remember how he flipped it in his own? I was flipping his, that play was already there two plays before that. Mm. So the offense coordinator, don't hold him back. Turn him loose. To turn him loose. You know what I'm saying? You have to turn him loose. Dak has to play mistake-free football. He can't be scared to throw an interception. Like, like he don't trust his own instincts, bro. Right. If that's why they earn him out of practice. Yeah. They're <laughs> yeah, they picking him off in practice. Hey. Because hey. they play sleep on him. Hey, let me ask you this. Do you think 
that because you've seen um what's the cornerback oh, go in on him? Oh, go ahead. That was a almost scientific the way you broke nah, that, shit broke that shit down. That shit is bro. You should. No, no, no. I, I, I want to get there. So when you see the defense, right? Um, do you think the defense is getting mad at Dak when they see shit like that? When they see him kind of lose the game, does that cause a division not, in the locker well, room? Let me let, let's say this first of all. <laughs> Dak played one position on the football field, so he can never lose a game gotcha. by himself. Right. I'm a quarterback, so I can't let you just beat him down like that. I'm okay, sorry, okay. Sorry. so I mean, like, when you, when you see him throw a pick six or something like that and they're up and the defense didn't have a stand and you see him do stuff like that, does that cause a division within the team, do you think? Let's start with the play calling, bro. Yeah. Start with the play calling. See, people still don't realize you got to warm Dak up first. Right. Let them get them five and three yarders and let the let the receivers work and the running backs work. Mm. Let them work. Let them get to the window pockets with those those digs and curl routes and you know warm them up and then let them go down the field. Yeah, I mean you you know like you 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 have to set it up for him, right. offensive coordinator. But Dak is on the field to audible play when he sees it's wrong also. So I teach kids today, even when I had this kid named DJ. I taught him how to audible the plays. Mm. If you see it, you audible. I can't be mad at you. I taught you that. Right. So you're giving these kids free will at an early age. So as they go on in progress, they learn it all down the line. Now, it's the same thing with Dad Prescott. You end up, you, you on the field and you see what they're doing. That's why I come after every offensive series, y'all see the quarterback run over there and get the little thing that, that run the plays back. Right. You, you know why? Because you go come back to them same plays, you go see that same defense. Right. But as a quarterback, you should already recognize that. Right. So they need to teach that recognition. Like I mean, I'm not a rocket scientist, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I'm not. But at the end of the day, make your quarterback comfortable. So if they, they say Bowleg, man, we need you on the Cowboys. I know you hate us. No, nah, we need nah, you nah, on the nah. staff. <laughs> no, no. Could you get us to the Super Bowl? No, nah, I can't get you to the Super Bowl. Ah! Now you're missing my point though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the cornerbacks get get their ass toasted. The corner? Yeah, y'all cornerbacks get oh, toasted. Man. I'm saying, like, go, go, go put it up. That's why they were talking about your boy. Diggs. Diggs. Every time you hit him with a double move, his ass get popped. Yeah. So I'm saying it's a lot of shit that needs to be worked on, bro. Right. But they got a stiffer defense this year right. than they have had in the previous years. Gotcha. So that's you know a good sign. That's a that's a good sign then. Right. Okay. Two. Even though they got rid of Zeke, he should have been gone two years ago because him and Jason Witten, when they were together, slowed the offense down. Right. You know, so even though Zeke got hurt, but when they knew he got hurt, though, go ahead and get him out the way. His production went all the way down, bro. He came back with his eat me, feed me shit on his stomach, bull, bull nose, earring in his nose, shit. Like, bro, you ain't focused on football no more. You some other shit right now. So as a coach, they got to recognize that shit, bro. Like, I'm serious, bro, because... That's what you fucking get paid for, bro. Yeah, not nah, facts, though. You know what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, I mean, I played semi-pro football. Yeah. And I broke my neck playing semi-pro football. But at the end of the day, I mean, I think I was a fairly decent player. Right. It's some shit I could have worked on and somebody could have told me. But me being a student of the game, I could see where Dak fuck up it. Gotcha. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like they got a soft-ass zone over here. Like, come on, man. We've been running this shit too long. So, yeah, I'm going to blame no fucking picks on him. But the offense coordinator, y'all didn't change that shit up for him, though, bro. I mean, I don't hate the Cowboys. I was a, 92, I was the same motherfucker at the parade right down here by McDonald's. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I yeah. was. Yeah, I got right fucking there. cowboy jerseys on. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I, I'm just a quarterback guy. I got you. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's not like I dislike the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Top five quarterbacks in the league right now. Wow, man, God damn. No. The boy from the Chargers. Okay. I forget his name, but I know who you're talking about. Uh, He's number one? Nah, I, oh, I can't okay. get Oh, you're not in. Okay, okay. You nah, I'm not. I'm not, not in, not in order. You're just saying that you're Yeah, five. I'm not okay. going to do that. Okay, I got I'm you. I'm not going to say in order. Okay, got you. Uh, Josh Allen for the Bills. Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Justin Herbert is his name, by the way. Yeah, Justin Herbert. That's his name for the. Oh, uh, let's see this fifth one. No, uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know, I'm just right. thinking around, like, right, you know, right. I'm still looking at longevity from quarterbacks too. Jalen Hurts done what he done in two years. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Jalen Hurts. I mean, that. That's 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 a hot five for you right there. Okay. So who is your team? The Green Bay Packers. Okay. Still, even with Aaron Rodgers. I like quarterbacks. So Brett Ford was one of my favorite quarterbacks. You know, I like quarterbacks to take a lick and get up and keep on ticking. Yeah. I don't like the ones that lay down and act like little bitches and then you know your team needs you and you just leave them niggas hanging. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, your job is to get the shit knocked out of you on plays. Like. That's what's gonna happen. But you know what I'm saying? Like your team only go as far as you go. Do you respect Tom Brady's seven rings? Do you think he's the GOAT or no? Man, nobody fucking with Tom Brady, bro. Okay, I just, okay. I, just, I, I, I had to give it to him. Like, that boy bad. Like, like he bad, bro. That boy bad. It's like, you know, it's, he take a whole nother team. They go, even though they had a defense, which they kept Brady on the field, it gave him more, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, Offensive, offensive plays to run in a game. So with with your defense being stiff like that, I know your offense stay on the field, and that's how it's gonna be for the Cowboys this year. Their defense gonna be stiff, and the Cowboys gonna stay on the field. The little Vaughn guy gonna get the Cowboys a lot this year. The the little kid, oh, Deuce Vaughn. Yeah, he gonna get the Cowboys a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because um, he's a downhill runner and he's he's shifty yeah. at the same time. So. You know, they go have their work cutting out dealing with him. It's just gonna be the fact of on the play action, can Dak get the ball down the field? Um, Shannon Sharp to uh ESPN. Uh with uh what's my man's name? First take. Who, Stephen A? Yeah, he's on first take. They they just announced that. He what? He's on Shannon Sharp going to first take with Stephen A. Oh, they gonna do a whole they gonna do a whole bunch of Oregon. <laughs> yeah, they gonna do a whole bunch of Oregon. Do you, you know think it's gonna be better than the one with Skip? Nah. Well, you know, Shannon Sharp no football too, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? This just be if the biggest debate I always be about the Cowboys, if you know, when they go on there. So, you know, they go they go debate something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, do I see the Cowboys going deep in the playoffs? Yeah, I do. But if somebody ain't on page on this, the game that's go kill you. Like, it ain't it ain't, it ain't no return. Once you get in the playoffs, it ain't, it ain't no tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So if your defense nut up on you, then, you know, that's going to be it. You know what I'm saying? But I got Dallas being the top five defenses in the NFL, though. What's that 
Yeah, I got him in the top five, along with the Jets. Um, we just recently saw a uh, Kodak Black um, do a song with Six Nine. Uh, he was paid a million dollars for the feature, uh, and he got a lot of flack for doing that feature because of Six Nine's history. Do you feel like street business should be? Man, go get your million dollar fuck with everybody talking about G. I yeah. mean, like, come on, man. Like, that's a meal ticket, bro. Yeah. You know how many people ain't seen that ain't never seen a meal ticket? And ain't never gonna see it. I'm just saying, you yeah. know how many people that ain't, that's never seen a meal ticket? You know how many street niggas never seen a meal ticket? I I personally know maybe three niggas that done seen meal tickets in the streets. Three. Said Tatum, DeCarlo Stevenson, and myself. That I know for a fact that's ain't a meal ticket. A ticket. I ain't talking about no 100, 200, I'm talking about. A ticket. A ticket. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. this, this is what I know. Yeah. It might be some more, don't get me wrong, but this is what I know. Man, shit. That's, that's crazy. That you only named three, but it's a lot that act like they me. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> Hey, I can't speak on them. I'm yeah, just telling yeah, you what nah. I know. I, I'm only speak on what I know. Amen. I ain't gonna never speak on what I'm assuming or none of that. I ain't. That, that, that's not for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna speak on what I know. So, for 2003, what is Bowleg working on? What is? I know you, your community. That, like, what is all your goals set in for 2003 going into 2004? 2023 going. Two, 23 going into 24. Um, actually, man, to drop an album, okay, drop a documentary, a For mini sure. movie, a book, um, you know, continue doing shows. Uh, uh, helping the city Chris comes become one of the top notch organizations again in Little League football history. We've been around since 1972. Uh, we're the only people that quote unquote have our own field. It's not always had our own field. Um, I, I can tell you maybe. 10 guys that went to the NFL or, 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 or the uh, NBA or, 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 or the Major League Baseball, they come through there. I can tell you lawyers and doctors come through there. Um, I mean, I'm just saying, like, for me, just to have seven different chicks coming in some type of way uh, for my trucking company, uh, man, music, whatever it may be, you know what I mean? How hard is it to get into trucking? Man, that shit hard, bro. A lot of people just think they can get out and get a truck, bro, and, and then you just think you're going to make some money. Nah, bro, it don't work like that. Your ass will be out of there. Yeah. Like, for, for real, sure. for real. You, 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 you'll be out of there. It just, you know, I mean, like, I, I done had my ups and downs with it or whatever it may be. Yeah. You know, one year, my, I think I want to say probably about three three years ago, three, four years ago, uh, I first started running Amazon. I made like 45000 in three months. So I made like $15,000 a month. Like that was just for them three months because they had the lows where it was, it, it was it was so I mean it was sweet. But now you got dudes. It's five of us in here. All us got trucks and the loads should run you around by eight hundred or seven hundred, six hundred. Somebody come in and take the load for three fifty. They just lowballing the loads, man. You know what I'm saying? They they fucking they fucking it up. So, but it's a man, lot they of ways. Up the trucking. <laughs> Damn, yeah, I, didn't. I mean that's that's like for us box trucks. You know? What yeah, I'm saying? box trucks. Sure. But yeah, but I'm saying like. I don't want to. I don't want to be responsible for an eighteen wheeler. Okay, you know what I'm saying. That's 
that's 100,000 pounds moving every day. And I, I, I don't want no parts of that. But I'm saying at the end of the day, um, it depends on who you're working with too. You know what I'm saying? What brokers you got, you know what I'm saying? Who really know how to uh, uh, keep you loaded down will work too, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, you know, if if you run a load a day, as long as the truck moving, you're making money. Yeah. The trucks instead, you ain't making no money, you know what I'm saying? And then a lot of people don't understand that uh, it's $2 a mile or $2.30 a mile or $1.80 a mile or something to that extent, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times you come back a dead hog with nothing, you know what I'm saying? That's where you're losing money at. You should always try to find you something coming back as well, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, it's like I say, it's up and down though, but it's doable. Yeah, I mean, it's real doable, like for real, for real. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Uh, like, when you was thinking about all the ways of streaming, making income streams, like, what were some of the things that you learned about that you thought you would be interested in? Like, I didn't know you, you was into the trucking, like, yeah, a lot of, I mean, some people know, but like before I tried, uh, we had a, uh, we did this, uh, it's called On The Corner, it was a guy named Rick, but he ended up dying. Uh, I put $150,000 behind the TV show and he ended up dying. Um, and remember they had the light boxes in the clubs? Mm -hmm. I was the first one, I spent 60000 on those. Uh, I tried to close store in Fort Worth where I lose 80,000. So it was different stuff that I done tried, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, just off me, just just wanting to try to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't have the, the right people around me to try to help me grow. You know what I'm saying? It's like I had the money, but not the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So now it's where I got the knowledge and not the finances. But now I know what to do when it all the shit hit the fan, though. I'm strapped and ready now. Like, I, I'm... I'm 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 ready as I ever been in life. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's crazy. Like, cause a lot of people will tell you, or if you get on Instagram, they'll say, if you have this, you can invest in this, and you'll be this overnight. I mean, you'll be a fool overnight. Yeah, that's what you. That's what you'll be overnight. You know what I'm saying? Because they, because they, because they didn't try all, all this shit. They tried. They, they didn't take them no fucking overnight. They got to turn forty seven overnight. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now nah, it's 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 hands on. You really got to when you invest in your money, bro. You really gotta be hands on, like every single day, every dime gotta count, bro. So, what would you tell somebody, right, who just maybe came across a spare twenty thousand? He just want to invest in something, but he don't know what to do with it. Nothing. Cause you know why twenty thousand dollars ain't no money, bro. Right. Twenty thousand dollars ain't no money. So you know how you be looking on the Instagram and be like, I, I did a whole bit the t-shirt business with the even, $500 and turn it in. I'm saying the t-shirt business is different though. Right. You know what I'm saying? You go get the t-shirt for two, three, four, five dollars or whatever it may be. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you, you got to have somewhere to sell your product. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I can stand here and tell you, I got a documentary. I got a book. If I don't have no product to show you, then you can't, you can't, you can't purchase it. Right. So I'm promoting, I'm promoting nothing right now. Like you ask me what's in the future for me, I know what's in the future for me. And once I wrap it all up, then I'm just dropping that shit back to back behind each other nonstop. They gonna get tired of seeing me 20, 23, 24. Nah, That's we, what I am gonna tell y'all. Yeah. And you gonna come back when you get the uh, documentary out, we gonna read, we gonna <laughs> huh? promote that. I said when that documentary come out, we gonna promote that. Yeah, we I'm gonna, promoting everything. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm promoting everything. Like I got a, uh, we got this car show September the 2nd. Me, Lil Kiki, uh, ALD, 
DJ Hollywood, or uh, it's called, uh, uh, it's, it's, what is it, uh, uh, Slabs, Bikers, and it's uh, uh, SBSR. It's a car show that, um, you know, we're going to come out, we're going to do our thing to it, whatever, or uh, M.Dot going to be there as well. So um, it's, it's, like I say, man, I stay active, man, and, and, and doing stuff, whatever. I'm performing uh, at the uh, after party for the Battle of the Band. Like I'm always, I'm always somewhere doing something, bro. Like it's, it's like it's, it's it ain't never did for me. You know what right. I'm saying? So as long as you alive, you're gonna be doing something. Yeah, Stampede go forever be. Amen. You roll with me, get rolled over. Yeah, it's always been the motto. And with that being said, do you got any shout outs? Man, I man, I shout out to everybody who support me. You know what I'm saying? As a whole, who stand behind me, who roll with me. You feel what I'm saying? Who got the vision that I got. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your people don't believe in you and your vision, then your vision not even gonna work. You know what I'm saying? It's like real life street stars. It wasn't no one person, it wasn't two person, it wasn't three. It was everybody as a whole. Somebody mm -hmm. had to believe in it. You feel what I'm saying? But the but the problem be with brothers these days, I'm gonna tell y'all this, and this is the truth. Some people don't know how to wait on the back end to get their money. If they don't see it in the beginning, they don't want to invest in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you take a chance on investing in anything, you know what I'm saying, know your money will come in the back end. You know what I'm saying? Again, I didn't get my first pro joint until I got in the 12th grade. Man. Almost out of high school. You feel what I'm saying? So you just imagine how life really turns. You put the work in, then the revenue go come. Man, you know, it's so crazy that you said that, you know, I asked my mama to buy me a pair of Jordans and um she's like, nah, I can't 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 afford that. So I got I go out and get a job and I save up like two paychecks, go grab me a pair. And then the next pair that came out, she bought it for me. She said, I just wanted you to get it on your own. You, you, you get what I'm saying yeah. though? But it, but but at the end of the day, she taught you the right way. Right. You know what I'm saying? See, sure. I, I I was introduced to the fast life by by drug dealers. Like in my football games, got the whole counter full of drug dealers. They telling me you throw a touchdown pass, three hundred dollars, two hundred yards, two hundred dollars, whatever. I go home, I got seven hundred dollars laying around. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, it 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 wasn't good for me, hmm. but you know what I'm saying? That's just you know what I was introduced to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, like I said, my shout out, man, to everybody who out there really getting it. My shout out to everybody who ain't out there doing no hating. You know what I'm saying? My shout out. To everybody who out there stand for something ain't gonna fall for nothing. My shout out to everybody who go roll with each other, you know what I'm saying? And put all the kitty shit behind. You know what I'm saying? My shout out to everybody who know what unity really means. You know what I'm saying? My shout out to everybody who love on their kids, bro. My shout out to everybody who trying to do something to stop the violence with kids in communities and neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? My shout out is to people who know how to come together and be something. You know what I'm saying? My shout out to Real Life Street Stars for having me, you know what I'm saying, on this platform. I hope this shit go viral, even though y'all ain't no real ass raw questions. Next time we go get down to the business though. You know what I'm saying? So at the You end know of we day, gotta man, break them in. <laughs> nah, bro. I'm 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 raw and ready, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my shout out to everybody, you know what I'm saying, that my shout out to the City Chris Cummings. You know what I'm saying? We gonna be all right, y'all. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just a working process. Work in progress with everybody, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I believe that's the one thing I do. It ain't nothing I don't think I can't turn to gold. Amen. Yeah, straight up. And for anybody who want to do any work with you, whether it be in music or working in a community, 
how would they get in contact with you again? Man, again, y'all can find me on Facebook. My real name is Terrence Randolph. My Instagram is uh, Bowleg slash Stampede. You know, y'all can get at me, whatever. Yeah. However, man, I'm trying to do some work. Y'all want anything with these kids, bro, let's put it together and, and, and make it happen. As long as we keep the kids active, that'll be less they'll stay out the streets. You know what I'm saying? Amen. One last question. One last question. One last question. I'm asking y'all. One last question. What's the fakest shit that ever happened to you in this rap game? What's the who? Fakest shit that ever happened to you in this rap game. The fakest shit that ever happened to me in the rap game. That's a good one. Damn. Hey, you said fake. I can just tell you some foolery that happened. Like, ah, uh, like I had booked Ja Rule for a show in Houston, and uh, the shit went, the money went all over the motherfucking place. Get down to Houston, want the motherfucker in the club. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weakest shit that I ever. <laughs> I mean, everything else, though, man. You know what I'm saying? I done had my hands on it, bro. Like, like I said, man. I I, I did Jesus twice. Um, I walked away with 150,000. Uh, I did Wayne. I walked away with 160,000. Ti, A Ball, MJG, and Bun, where it was uh, a bun anyway. Cause, uh, uh, I did everybody in H Town, did Mystical, I did the Ghetto Twins. Shh, man. Who, who? Hold on, hold on. Wait, is it worth it now to do that? Because the, the prices with these artists are out through the roof. I mean, I wouldn't say it's worth it. It's just, you gotta, if, I think it is worth it though. Because if you if you got a, a spot that you packing motherfuckers out, if you get a spot with 3,000 people, if you charge the 50 to get in, that's 150,000. If a nigga charge 70,000, 80,000, you still walk away with 70,000. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, 70,000 in one night is worth it. In three, four hours is always worth it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you got a motherfucker who's so special, he want to sit at a $1,000 table. Yeah, the motherfuckers, <laughs> niggas will buy that shit. You got, you got motherfuckers patch up on that shit. The one thing I want to do, I was afraid to do, I was going to do uh, Jay-Z and Eminem at the, uh, at the Amer American Airlines Center, but I was just scared of the kickback because of the taxes, you know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't put it off, you know what I'm saying? But otherwise, I done tried every motherfucking thing or whoever it may be, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't, I, I wasn't scared to try it, you know what I'm saying? Hell, I did uh, a bar MJG at Dom, I gave him $1,200, walked away with like 27000 So it was like, you know what I'm saying? Back then, it was really worth it because the shit wasn't high. So it's a chance you got to take right now. You know what I'm saying? You just, you got to do motherfuckers at the right arenas. You know what I'm saying? Where it holds three, four, five thousand people. That way you, you know, for sure make your money. You know what I'm saying? And it seemed like artists, uh, and I don't know, they so Hollywood. A lot of artists be Hollywood. Did, were artists Hollywood back when you were dealing with them? Nah, they want Hollywood shit. They just want their money. They want to come rap and tell their ass. You know, they come to, you know, every, every nigga talk that shit, but y'all come, y'all came to Dallas. Got that money and told y'all ass and knocked a couple of bitches. Y'all know how it go. Every nigga, Dallas is one of the hottest cities for every nigga to come to that's a rapper. Cause you know, the, the consensus is, from what I hear is, artists come to Dallas, it's like, Dallas is like, 
as a state is like a hoe. Yeah, just come, they do whatever they want to in this bitch. Kick well, you know, but you know, <laughs> but let me tell you where it come from though. Yeah. Who allowed them to come in here and do it though? Man, well, let me tell you. So, so this, this, this what you getting at. Yeah. If your main man let the nigga, he know the nigga at the club and he let the nigga come in and don't make no money with it, then he's a hoe like you saying. Yeah. Ain't no way they come down here and you niggas run these clubs. You can get these same artists yourself. They don't really come here and get no bag off of you, nigga, get no money off of you, and then let just be it. That's what I'm saying. Like when I was doing, we was doing them niggas. Shout out to Ray Prince, you know, Night Beat Production, DJ Ray. Uh, you know, uh, he, he, you know, he RIP to him anyway, but at the end of the day, Ray had every motherfucking body number that we needed. Ray had the number, I had the money. Ray tell him how much it is, I give him a deposit, the orders come. End of the night, we walk away, we spend our money, whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? But it was more like we had hands on with the shit. Right. It wasn't a nigga coming from Oklahoma to Dallas, or they come from Dallas, coming from Florida to Dallas, and putting on the show and leaving. That's, that's what niggas be doing. Let these niggas come in here and do that shit. Why don't we have no structure or no, no, Cause you can't go in these cities and set up some shit. Niggas ain't in your in your mix. Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, you can. You just gotta know who to, who you gotta touch out there. Right. The same way them niggas know who they gotta touch down here. It's doable, bro. Yeah. I promise you. Like yeah. I took fucking uh, I took juvenile to Oklahoma City. Yeah. I ain't from Oklahoma. They need some. They need something to do in Oklahoma, nigga. But I'm just saying. But, <laughs> nah, I get you though. But I'm saying, nah, like, I, I mean, I took him there though. Yeah, no, nah, for real. So I'm just saying, it's 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 all who you connected to, bro. Cool. That's like that's why they say in the city hoes. The city not no hoes. It's just who these niggas be connected to. Just let them come in and do the shit. You know what I'm saying? Real shit. Yeah, that, that's that's just what it is, man. Cause believe me, a nigga know they get ran out the top of Texas, fuck with someone. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's it's, it's all about who you know, bro. It ain't no. Niggas, niggas better not take our city for no hoe, cause they, they come down here, niggas strip down, they draw down here, they niggas know. Man, say. Yeah. Nah, for real. But I appreciate y'all for having me though, man, nah, you know what I'm saying? Nah. And look, say, you know, you very, you're very legendary, not even cause of the music, but for who you are as a man and what you've done for the city of Dallas, man, you really put on, and even as I was a young man, you had me singing that shit, and I know I wasn't supposed to know that bitch. <laughs> I know I wasn't supposed to be singing that song. But man, hey. Bowleg, this is the best part. You are a real life street star. <laughs>